It's 104 in the morning, X. Tomorrow on the show, comedian Paul Reiser, Matt. Really? Yeah, comedian, comedic actor, author, musician, Paul Reiser. How'd you get him? Because I got the connections, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> mad about you, Kev. <laughs> get out. <laughs> get out. Uh, yeah, we're excited to talk to him tomorrow on the show. He's got a stand-up show coming to Skokie. Oh, all right. In uh, a little while. Uh, but in the meantime, we got... Uh, Fun facts. Wait, that's not what it's called. Fast facts. Ah. Fast facts coming at you on the morning X uh, in a little bit as well. But you were just talking about Fight Club. Yeah, it was on last night. Yeah, you were watching it on regular TV. Regular TV, yeah. So it was edited. What's Fight Club like on regular TV? Uh, you know, um, a lot of bleeps and uh, <laughs> editing. It's not one where they replace the curse word with something dorky. No, no, I, I wish. Like Major League, it's pretty good. If you ever watch Major League on TV. Yippee Kaye, mother father. Uh, I heard uh, Mr. Falcon one time. Oh, Mr. Falcon, that's it's what it was. Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best bleep line ever. Like great overdub. Edited. Yeah, yeah. There's there are some crazy ones. We should do a segment about that where we where we find the worst ones ever. <laughs> Mr. Falcon. I wonder if there's audio of those. There's got to be someone has probably compiled a list somewhere. Right, we're gonna work on finding some audio and sharing those. What's the first rule of Fight Club, Kevin? The first rule of Fight Club? Uh-huh. Uh, don't make fun of Fight Club because fanboys get butt hurt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're 100% correct on that. Uh, no, yeah, hardcore fans of Fight Club, they have no sense of humor about it. No, what do you mean? They take, it, they take it seriously. It's like that and The Crow. Yeah, oh man, yeah. Like, okay, dork. <laughs> These are nerdy movies. It's about events that never took place, right. so just relax. Great book also, Fight Club. By the way, oh, it's a book. Chuck Palahniuk uh, wrote a ton of messed up books, and uh, that's one of them. Oh, well, I didn't even know it was a book. Highly recommend it to anybody who likes to read. But mm. you know, there's like three people left who still do. So nerds. Yeah. <laughs> we got your fast facts coming up. Speaking of knowledge, it's on the morning X. You ready to gain some knowledge quickly? Yeah, let's do it. This is fast facts. I have not read these. Heads up. This is a dangerous thing to do. It's to just dive in to content that you haven't read yet on the air, but here we go. It's true. Uh, fast fact number one. Years after Wyatt Earp's famous turn at the OK Corral, you know who Wyatt Earp is. I've heard of his name. I don't know who he is or what he did. Like but famous cowboy, cowboy guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he rambled about L.A. as an unpaid consultant for silent cowboy movies until he died. Oh. Huh. So they, they, they screwed him over. So, so if, you, if you watch cowboy movies... From that era, the silent era, which count me in. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Uh, you're seeing a movie that was consulted by an actual person who was in those situations. But he was unpaid. Unpaid. So why is it a good news story? So well, they screwed him. Maybe being an unpaid consultant for cowboy movies means he he like accidentally stumbled onto the set while he was drunk and he's like, that's not how we did it. Yeah. Cowboys <laughs> back then were pretty drunk all the time. <laughs> We used to spin the gun and then put it in the holster. It's actually not a bad cowboy uh, impression. <laughs> Thanks. That's drunk cowboy voice. Drunk cowboy. If, I, if only I could get my teeth to whistle when I say S's, that'd be great. But, <laughs> uh, there's a phobia called consecutaliophobia. No, uh, consecutaliophobia. What do you think it is? Ah, oh, jeez. I don't know. I, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, who knows, right? Um, fear of chopsticks. <laughs> I can't use chopsticks, can you? I, I can. I don't like to. It's hard. You can't eat enough food fast enough with chopsticks. Just give me a fork. Yeah. 
That's yeah. The, the fork is the most efficient way to eat food. It's, it's a classic Jerry Seinfeld joke. Oh, yeah. The fork, it's right there. You know they've seen the fork. They've seen it. Yeah, they're not on the field with two pool cues <laughs> picking the rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, classic Jerry Seinfeld from the '80s, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, it was one of his early bits there. Yeah. Chopsticks, fear of, but who's afraid of chopsticks? Why would you be afraid of chopsticks? Like to count as a phobia, it means you actually have to be physically debilitated by the sight of the thing. Some people do have weird fears. That's a weird one. Yeah, I mean, mine is bees. I have a legit. You do yeah. diagnosed phobia of bees, but. Chopsticks? I don't know. Yeah. Some people are afraid of balloons. It's, it's just a whole thing. Really? Yeah. That's fast fact number two. Fast fact number three. Banks could design money to look however they wanted until 1861. Really? Yeah. You just Here's what my money looks like. Well, that's cool. You just like draw your money. <laughs> when the nah. U.S. Treasury stepped in and standardized everything uh, in 1861. Before that, special Christmas money was common. They'd have like bills featuring Santa that were legit. They should go back and do that. Like Keanu Reeves should be like on the on the five or something. You know. You know, if you find a discontinued bill like the thousand dollar bill or the two dollar bill, you could still spend those. I wonder if you could still spend a Santa buck. Santa bucks only uh, probably at Santa's Village. <laughs> if those still exist. Is that in Dundee? I think so. Santa's Village. I don't know if those still exist anymore. <laughs> it was a weird place. It was a like a Six Flags type place, but. It Christmas themed, themed right? around Santa Claus. Yeah, why would anybody want to go there? My wife talks about going there as a kid. Yeah, I, I did go there. It's I weird. Used to, I used to see the commercials, and that was one of the places that my mom always said no because we were too poor. It was like okay, so coming to America had McDowell's instead of McDonald's. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like they had the teacups <laughs> there, but they were called the snowballs. And then you would get in the snowballs and spin around in a circle. Like a Disneyland ripoff with Christmas themes. It was themes. completely complete ripoff of Disneyland. The funnest place on earth, I think they called it. So you could print Santa bucks, and that's the only place you can still use them. <laughs> Give it a shot. See if they'll take it. Why not? <laughs> there was a Dickie Mouse was the mascot there. No way. I'm just kidding. Okay. You have you had me for a second. <laughs> ha ha! I'm Dickie Mouse! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, God. Okay. So, and finally, the last fast fact for this morning. There was once an American federal holiday called the 8th. Which the eighth commemorated the final battle of the War of eighteen twelve, January eighth, eighteen fifteen. It nah. stopped being celebrated during the Civil War and is now totally defunct. Yeah, because when the Civil War happened, we they're like, we got our own problems now. We got a better war. I'm fighting my relatives down south. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I shot my brother today. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I don't care about the eighth anymore. That's right. I just shot my uncle. Yeah. I've got problems right now. Uh-huh. Who cares about the War of 1812? Well, you are now much smarter thanks to Fast Facts on the Morning X. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. Nerd News. Nerd! Well, we haven't done this in a while. we got some nerd news stories for you. Stories from pop culture that don't involve Kardashians or Kanye's or whoever the big people are now. Megan and Markle. I don't know. I... I don't know pop culture anymore. My my knowledge stopped in the nineties. So yeah, well I know I know you know Marvel and stuff like that, nerd stuff. Yeah, you, you know the nerd stuff. I know the nerdy nerdy stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the majority of our listeners. They don't care about they don't care about the fashion magazine people. You know who, who cares about them? Garbage. Uh, John Favreau. I know him. When he got his star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame in February, Robert Downey Jr. christened it with a piece of chewed gum, <laughs> and that gum is now on eBay with a starting bid of how many dollars, Matt? 
For Robert Downey Jr.'s gum? You chewed up gum. Probably $10,000, 20000 Yeah, you're actually selling a little bit short. Forty grand, Starting at forty grand For a piece of gum that Iron Man chewed? I mean, it's worth it. If, that, if that's what it's worth it to you. It's not. People, I mean, that's, that's just gross, first of all. It is a human being who chewed that gum. I don't yeah. care which human being. But then he put it on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and you want to just pick it up, take it home. Are you sure it's his, too? Could have been some rando just spitting gum out, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is uh, Iron Man's gum. Right. That was guaranteed not the only piece of gum on the Hollywood Right, because I I hear uh, that area is dirty, Los Angeles. But people, just because people are celebrities, people will, like, just keep things. I knew a guy at an old radio station I worked for who had David Carradine in before he died. Right. And he smoked a cigarette during the interview and put it out in a coffee mug, and the guy saved his cigarette butt. They're just people. I don't get it. You and I both have met famous people from time to time, and who cares? There's people. Yeah, there's people. They take a dump just like you and I do. Sometimes they're jerks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of times they're jerks. A lot of times they're jerks. (laughs) A lot of times. Um, The seller says, quote, I'm selling it in the same condition I got it, and it can be tested for his DNA if you want. So they can recreate him just in case? You would need a sample of his DNA that you knew was his in order to do that, so good luck with that. (laughs) This isn't Marvel, actual real life Marvel, you know. Right, right. That's not how that's going to work. Uh, the X-Files is yeah. ge- getting a reboot. Oh, good. Getting the reboot treatment, courtesy of Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. Okay. The X-Files says, uh, Chris Carter, the creator, says, quote, he's got his work cut out for him because we covered so much territory. Yeah, what else can you do with the X-Files, really? It's aliens, man. They could do all sorts of stuff. There's always an alien storyline. You know as well as I do, they're out there. The truth is out there, Kevin. Well, that's what the whole show is about. I know. But they did so much already. Why call it the X-Files? Just start your own thing. Right. Are we out of ideas altogether? Carter says a new version is going to have a, quote, diverse cast. No other details yet. That's all we got so far. Okay. Is it going to, like, feature a Mulder and a Scully, or are they going to be two different names? Right. That's what I want to know. Are there new agents? Will Mulder and Scully be in it? Like, why don't they just start over? With a new series, not call it. You're right. The yeah. Same premise, I guess, but call it something else. and Start something new, right. Yeah, do your own thing. I guess it's because they had this idea of FBI people hunting for aliens, and they're like, oh, they did that already. Why don't we call it a reboot? I guess. It, I guess it would work if, like, you had, like, a new cast, and then, like, maybe, like, an episode four, Mulder shows up or Scully or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they do sometimes with the reboots. They have the old people show up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> they did it with the Scream movie. They did it with the, you know Star yeah. Wars. So old guys like us can be like, oh, it's it's, it's Lando. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, look there he is. See, he does exist. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves says he doesn't have a lot to say in John Wick Chapter Four. Wall Street Journal actually counted, and he only has 380 words in the whole movie, which is almost three hours long, by the way. You know, in most of the movies, he doesn't have that big of a dialogue in any of the movies. I've, I've watched them all, you except know, for the last it's one. It's better if he doesn't talk. No, he just murders people, assassinates them. Because if he's supposed to be a badass, he is. He can't be like, I am going to kick your ass. He doesn't talk like that, actually. Yeah, he does. That's he, his no, voice. he doesn't. That's his voice, man. <laughs> he talks like that in Bill and Ted, and he talks like that in Point Break, kind of. If I call him up right now, he would say, hello? <laughs> this is Keanu. He makes good movies, and I can't wait to see John Wick 4. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure those movies are exciting. I've not seen even one. Oh, they're real good. you got to watch them. If you like action movies, I hear that that's a good go-to. I mean, the, the death toll is ridiculously high, <laughs> like ridiculously high, but it's, it's, it's fun. There's a lot of movies, though, where one 
white guy just kicks a lot of people's it's asses. It's like a Rambo type thing where yeah. everyone just goes down. Right. One white guy kicks many people's asses. Well, there's a lot End of people. Of story. There's a lot of people in those movies kicking asses, though. Like, not just John Wick. Yeah, okay, good. A lot of ass kicking going there's on. There's a lot of ass kicking going on. I don't know, like, on. Tom Cruise did one where he's like a white guy kicking ass. He was uh, Mission- Jack, Jack, not Bauer. Reacher? Yeah, Reacher. I was going to say Jack Bauer. Very Jack, different. Jack Reacher. <laughs> what are, aren't, his, aren't his names of his movies, too, all like that? Like, Jack Reacher and, you know, something. No, that's all you got. That's all I got. No, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> Uh, it was actually Keanu Reeves' call that he didn't have that much dialogue. He actually had a lot of it stripped out. Oh, bogus. Mr. Reeves said, I got too many lines. Wildcat, he can see us. You want to hear what the longest line of dialogue in the whole movie is? Yes. Let's see. Let's count the words. Four, eight. It's like 12 words long. You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend. <laughs> That's not, I'm going to say right now, that's not a bad impression. Well, thanks. <laughs> I, he says it more, I, I, in his John Wick voice, he says it more seriously than that, but yeah. we got to stop this bus. <laughs> Mac, we're boned. <laughs> Get me off this bus, Mac. All right. All right, we got to go, but that's, uh, that is your nerd news. <laughs> It's Humanity's cruelest mistake on the Morning X. Whoa. It's 104.9 The Morning X, and uh, happy to announce Laser Tag is back in Rockford, Sector 815. Of course, if you know where Laser Quest was, you know where this is. In fact, I think uh, we, we hung out there last week. The Laser Quest sign is still up there. Isn't that right? It yeah. is. Yep. So, so if you're looking for it, just look for Laser Quest, and you'll find Sector 815. Uh, Brandon, Okima, Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so we had a we had a good time hanging out with you guys uh, last week. I don't know if I've ever been sweatier <laughs> in my entire adult life. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, not prepared for the amount of physical activity I was going to do, but it was it was fun. So, yeah. uh, what's new? What's what's new over there? Oh, bro, right now we still have the old arena because price of wood is just still sure, right? It's still. <laughs> You don't want to deal with lumber costs. I no, get it. oh yeah. god, not right now. The main thing that's new is the guns, the and the software. The guns are just pretty light; they're all plastic. Uh, they also work amazing. We have new headbands instead of those big bulky vests. If you were here when it was Laser Quest, <laughs> oh god, I appreciated the headbands. I yeah, did. they're so much nicer, and it's so much more rewarding for a shot because they're a little harder to hit. Uh, yeah. And the software we use now is so much better because we can run so many more games right now we run four games right we have like two team games we have a free-for-all and i think the best game everyone loves is the infection game oh my god the screams i hear from people it's hilarious (laughs) i i'm pretty sure i've almost seen someone get just completely floored over by someone sprinting at full speed. You bring knee pads. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've almost floored someone over <laughs> sprinting at full speed. So, so yeah, Infection, if you don't know, uh, one person starts off as, quote-unquote, the zombie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're you're not a zombie uh, trying to eat people. You have a gun. You, yes. you're, you're, yeah. just, yes. you're trying to yes. shoot people and bring them to your team, right. quote-unquote, yeah. infecting them. And uh, you, you last person left, quote-unquote, alive is the winner. Yeah. Um, that was terrifying. Yeah, I got to find the corner someone's sitting and crying again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've had anybody be a survivor. Maybe once we've had one it was survivor. Close. It was close. I, I've had a couple groups get you the survivor points. Yeah. We, we got a hand yeah. raise in the background. Are you the survivor? I know all the secret spots. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the closets. He doesn't get to play. We don't let him. 
You're talking about sitting on the floor crying. For me, it was sitting on the floor wheezing. That's oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's the sound I heard when you were playing. You get a workout, that's for sure. Yeah, and I didn't take my jacket off. I'm wearing the same, actually wearing the same stuff I wore that day oh, right on. now. Uh, like a flannel with a, a kind of a, a, I don't know what kind of jacket this is, but it was heavier, and I like definitely had to wash the jacket because I sweat straight through the jacket. But at least it wasn't white. Right. And, and, didn't glow. Oh. and that was the yeah. thing. Like, it, Okay, so it wasn't this flannel. It was another one that would have glowed. So I was yeah. like, I'm just going to zip up my jacket. Big mistake. <laughs> big, big mistake. Uh, so this is this is pretty cool because you, you show up and you, you sign up and you, you, you get your own screen name. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. much like being in a live version of Call of Duty because you have your, your gamer tag. You know, it tells you how many kills, how many deaths, your kill to death ratio. It's yep. got all these stats. That's, that's pretty cool. It mm-hmm. sets us apart a little bit because the old Laser Quest, they just did like one free for all for 20 minutes. So we offer more of a variety of different games and it's more realistic. So you bring a party and you get to pick which games you do or is it pretty much here you're doing these and then you're done? We usually start with deathmatch just because based off the group. If it's a big group, we'll do deathmatch because then yeah. you can split into teams. That way they learn where their respawn points are and they figure out how to work in the arena. And then after that, then we throw everybody out there for free. I throw. can't tell you how many people were running past me screaming, where's the respawn? <laughs> <laughs> little, yeah. little known secret, if you like, if, if you come to us, we will respawn you. If home, you base. T- home base. Okay. If you, if you ask us, we can respawn yeah. you right there at home Which base. Which will lead to people screaming, where's home base? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, find where you went into the arena. That is home base. If we are home base. If you're not paying attention, if you're not leaving breadcrumbs, uh, mm. it's going to be tough. It's kind of amazing there. Yeah. I yeah. still get lost in there, and I work there. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. Ditto. But, uh, yeah, I could say from personal experience, it is a ton of fun. Uh, if you want to get started, what do you got to do? Um, you can go on our website at sector815.com and you can like book a book an appointment or book a session with us. If you want to do it that way, you're more than guaranteed to get in, especially if you have a bigger group. Or you can give us a call at Sector815, um, 815-580-3095. Thank you guys for dropping by. And uh, Sector815, ton of fun. Yep. Thanks, mm-hmm. for Thanks for having yeah, us. I, I personally put my stamp on it. Go do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Morning X. Very excited to have our guest on the phone this morning. You might know him from the hit sitcom Mad About You. More recently in Stranger Things. Amazon Prime's The Boys, Hulu's Reboot, and you can see him April 15th in Skokie on his big font comedy tour this spring. Paul Reiser, welcome to The Morning X. Thank you. What a beautiful and thorough introduction that was. Well, I appreciate that. It's not often we have a national treasure on the show, so it's pretty exciting. Oh, I like to think of myself as exactly that. In fact, I tell my wife every morning, I said, sweetie, I'm, do you realize I'm a national treasure? <laughs> and uh, she does not. Does that get you out of trouble? No, no, she does not recognize the treasure. That is me. <laughs> so, so you're on the, the Big Font Comedy Tour. Why is it called the Big Font Comedy Tour? Well, see if you can figure it out. Uh... <laughs> does it have something to do with eyesight? You know what? I was driving to a show with a buddy of mine. I said, take a ride with me. And I had on this, I had out a little, my cheat sheet, a little, my set list. Sure. And he's looking at it, and he says, what size are these letters? Is this the biggest letter? I said, I have to see it from the stage. It's like a 48 font. And he said, that should be the name of your tour. I said, that's exactly what it should be, the big font tour, because it tells you in a nutshell, we're not getting younger. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough to see, especially in the stage lights, too. So, you know, uh, it's <laughs> – look, I, it, I, it's amazing to me that you have time uh, to, to go on the road. It seems like you're super busy. You know what? It's uh, All the shows that you're watching, they're already taped. I already did those, yeah. so I don't have to do them again. <laughs> Once they're taped, you're done. Um, 
No, for me, this is the fun part. You know, the, the Stranger Things is great, and that you know, the uh, the boys of Hulu, the show on Hulu called Reboot. That was really that was last year, and uh, that's you can watch that. But that's been done. So when when it's all over, I get to go out and do what I really love, which is this. You know, getting. Not the morning radio. That's what, oh, right. what I'm saying. The the <laughs> getting to do stand up, uh, like at the, doing at the at the North Shore. That's the fun part. Because when I started a hundred years ago, that was that was my plan. I said I just want to do stand up. I wasn't meaning to be an actor. That happened by accident. Don't ask me how. <laughs> Back in 1923. 1923, before I even had TVs and movie screens, we'd go door to door. Um, yeah, speaking of reboot, I was super bummed. I found out it's not coming back. Is that, is that, if that true, that's, if so, that's a tragedy. You were bummed out. I was bummed out. We were all bummed out. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, apparently, it's on Hulu, and not everybody who works at Hulu is a genius, it turns <laughs> out. Uh, some of them are quite uh, knuckleheaded, and they said, oh, it's a great show. Let's not pick it up. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah, it was it was a heartbreak because it was really fun. It was such a great group of actors. It's Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peele and uh, Johnny Knoxville and Rachel Bloom and Judy Greer. Just funny people. Judy Greer, writers. yeah, Judy She's Greer great. speaking of national treasures for sure. She is a national treasure. Yeah. And it's it, it's got to be the network's fault when a cast like that doesn't get picked up again. I mean, it, the show was amazing. It was brilliant, and uh, of course, you shined in the show. Well, thank you. But you know what? I, I can't figure out. I can't really quite figure out. The, I never have the the the, uh, the brain trust at any of these networks. In, in the old days, when you had you know uh, a TV show, station and they had or a network and you have eight o'clock to ten o'clock and you have okay, you only have whatever six eight shows to put on. Mm-hmm. You have to be selective. Well, now you can have you can have them all. So, like, <laughs> it's not costing you anything. So, leave reboot on and go get a new show if you like. Right. Uh, but for some reason, they said no. We're going to trim down and we're not going to do all our shows. So, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a heartbreak because we had such a great time making it, and we just were laughing. You know, all of it. it was just fun. And um, you know, I always tell people it's it's a reboot is about a it, it's a show about a TV show that comes back twenty years later, and it's all the people are not quite who they used to be. <laughs> and so on, and I said you don't have to know anything about show business to enjoy the show. But if you have been on a show, it will really ring true because it really <laughs> felt really real, and and uh, it was extra fun for me. So, are reboots ever a, a good idea? Would you do a Mad About You reboot? We did a Mad About You reboot. Thank you for watching. Oh uh, come on, you uh, did it. Uh, we did uh, <laughs> three years ago. Thank you. You know, again. Uh, it was great publicity, and uh, we meant to call you. I'm sorry that we missed your house. We, we got door to door. It's on Amazon. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. You can watch the original seven season that three years ago. And by the way, to answer your question, I'm not a big fan of doing reboots. I never wanted to do. In fact, Helen Hunt and I would talk for 20 years after Mad About You is over. We would joke about it sometimes, like, imagine doing a reboot coming back. It's like, no, we would never do that. Because we, we were so happy with the way we ended it. We did it so well. We were so proud of it. We loved what we did, and it was wrapped up and finished. And uh, to me, in my mind, the only reason, the only thing that gets accomplished if you do a reboot or a reunion is that people at home can look and go, wow, they got old. Look at them. Oh, boy, she had work done. Boy, he put on weight. You know, it's nothing good. Nothing good. So I didn't want to be a part of that. Um, but when everybody was doing reboots a few years ago, they were coming 
people were coming to us. I said, well, what about you guys? Would you want to do it? And we, so we had to talk about it. And as we talked about it, we thought, well, it sure would be fun to get together and play together again. Yeah, why but, not? Yeah, but also, but we thought, well, why? You know, unless there's something to, to you know, what, what, are you, what is the show about? And we realized 20 years later, the little baby that we had is gone, is moving out and, you know, going to school. Mm-hmm. And so it's, and it's now it's back to where we started, two idiots <laughs> in four walls. You know, we thought that's, but, they're, but they've been beaten down. It's 20 years later. They're tired. They're old. They, life is not, life has taken a bite out of them, you know, so... Uh, we had a great fun talking. And what was really funny is, like, we joked that the scripts only had to be half as long as they used to be, because when any of us, either of us said something, the other person would just go, what? And then we'd have to repeat it, because we didn't hear as well. So, we're like, that's why it's good to write for older actors. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of the way things ended, uh, I don't know how much you could say, kind of open-ended whether you survived Stranger Things Season 4. I know. And you don't know? I don't know the answer to your question, <laughs> your little uh, subtle question. They don't tell me if I'm dead or alive. I have to wait and find out. Well, we'd like to see Dr. Owens come back. It, it, me too. Uh, so let's you know, make a call. It's a it's a 1-800-STRANGER-THINGS, and uh, call them and say, we need Dr. Owens. At the, maybe I'll come in at the very end, and I'll save the whole planet, and Hawkins will be saved, and, and I'll ride into the sunset on, on a pony. I would, I would root for that. I was very happy when I saw you first pop up on that show. Well, me too. Thank you. I, yeah, you, some, that was a very tough decision when season one of Stranger Things was such a huge hit. And they said, would you like to come on to season two? We have a role that we created actually for you. And I thought, let me think. Okay, <laughs> yes, I will. I'll come on to the biggest show on the planet. I'll do that for you. <laughs> Real quick here, though, as, as a comedic actor, what's it like to jump into like a darker, heavier series like that? It's, it's a trip. It's a whole other world. But on the set, you know, there, it's just it's not so heavy. Everybody's really funny. And those kids who are not kids anymore, right. you know, they're, they're 42 now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and, you know, and I, and I had I had worked with Matthew Modine years ago and and uh, and Winona and David, David Harbour. I mean, they're all really funny, great people. So as intense as the show is making it is a lot of fun well we hope you come back and for those people who uh, haven't seen it yet they need to check out reboot and we need to start some sort of online yes. uh charge to get that show back on somewhere uh even even if we even if we got to go network tv yeah, if you, whatever you got to do <laughs> and by the way sir, at the at the show at my stand-up show on the 15th of april the north show what i've been doing lately having a lot of fun I'll do a Q&A. I'll take questions from the audience. So any questions you have about any of these shows, whatever I can share, I will be happy to share. But it's going to be a fun night. So I hope everybody comes down. Paul Reiser, again, you're a national treasure. That is the <laughs> Illinois North Shore Center for the Performing Arts in Skokie. Tickets at paulreiser.com. Thank you so much, and happy early birthday. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. 1049. Bend over and take it up the tailpipe. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. Take me out to the ball game. It's baseball season. Oh, is it? The most unnecessarily long sport, long season. What is there, like 270 games? This is 162 <laughs> impossibly long games. I know they're trying to shorten them with a bunch of rule changes. You know what? And people complain. I say, thank God. I'm so sick of the batter stepping out of the box, taking off his gloves, putting it back on. The pitcher steps off the mound. It is so boring. Give me a new baseball. Oh, yeah, let's get a new baseball there. Give oh, there's a, a fan in the stands. Let's get a close-up on him. Give me another new baseball. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, look, I like baseball. I grew up playing baseball. I, I love baseball. I I like going to a game and sitting there. It's fun going. You and- do get your money's worth when you when you go to a game because it is such a long game. But now, I mean, like the there's a pitch clock now, like a shot clock in basketball. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. So like they have like 25 seconds to throw it, or else they I don't know what happens if they don't. I don't know why, but I feel like that's going to result in a lot more pitcher shoulder injuries. Um, fine, suck it up. <laughs> I say. Do you know how hard they have to throw that ball though? And you're you're gonna like you're gonna increase the frequency at which they're it, doing it's it. It's probably gonna affect player health, yeah, which is probably not cool. But yeah, and they're gonna figure that out when players are suing them in 20 years because of their irreparable damage. The the alternative is four hour long games where people are tuning off on their TVs. So, eh, I, I guess you know. I mean, I don't know what else you could do to make it more exciting. Just a lot make make steroids legal. Could you do that? Sure. Make them legal. <laughs> I'd rather watch 500-foot home runs than uh, than a pitching battle. That was fun, wasn't it, when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were just oh, hitting just, them onto the freeway? Just cranking them. And you knew something was wrong. Like, like, this can't be right. Look, it's not like those drugs helped the team win. No, they both didn't even make the playoffs, I don't think. Right, so... <laughs> So who cares? They're not using them to cheat for their team. They're just they just look like douchebags and they're hitting very entertaining home runs. How about that? Who is your team that you cheer for? I'm a Cubs guy. You're a Cubs guy. See, yeah. I'm a White Sox guy. See, I have a Cubs hat with White Sox colors just to piss people like you off. Ah, well, see, the thing is, I don't care that much about baseball, so it doesn't offend me whatsoever. These colors are sacred. No, they're not. Oh man, I those p- people who get really into their team, like, how dare you? Uh, you don't play for the team. It's not your team. You have nothing to do with their success. Dude, I had I worked in bars for a very long time, and oh, man. I have seen blood, actual yeah. blood drawn over Cubs suck or Sox suck. That's so pointless to do. Grown men. No, they don't. They <laughs> get so offended. It's a team that you don't even play for or are affiliated with in any way. And and by the way, the Cubs and Sox have no effect on each other's season. Uh, no, because they're in different leagues. I mean, they do play regular season games against each other, but those aren't going to make or break the division. No, I root for both of them to do well because it's good when Chicago teams do well. It's nice I, to see. I don't. You know. Oh, nice. No, I don't. I, I, I don't root for either of them to do well. Oh, I will say, I went to Wrigley Field last summer. I, I bought a beer. Guess how much it was? For a standard are old you, style. Are you going to complain about prices? Yeah, yeah. Is am. that what you're about to do? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's $14. Oh, well, you know why? They don't want drunk a-holes wandering the stadium. That, that didn't stop people from the line being so long. Uh, well, right. The line is long, and the beers cost $14. That's going to decrease the frequency of drunk douchebags at the ballpark. Is that what they're trying to go for? Uh, pro- I'm guessing. that's That's got to have something to do with it. Oh, and to make a massive profit Oh, also. Oh, also profit. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> about profit. Uh, yeah, I say, I, I say, if you're going to charge that much for drinks, fix the stadium. Yeah, I say that too. Fix the stadium. How much make it more fan friendly to be uh, there? Let's play in an old crumbly building. No, <laughs> fix the stadium. They did. They fixed Wrigley. <laughs> kind of. They kind of fixed Wrigley. They fixed it up. The White Sox are. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know, do, do, do they still have a pig buffet for a toilet? No, no the trough. They got. Thank God. I think they got rid of that. Okay. I remember back in the '80s, the trough. Now it's against the wall. It used to be in the middle of the bathroom, and yeah. you had guys on both sides. That was terrifying. Yeah. That was terrifying to me. I saw <laughs> nightmares. Yeah, you have to somehow do it without looking. Oh, the trough is the worst thing ever. At least now it's against the wall. Smelliest bathrooms on planet Earth. Uh, Let's fix it. Oh, the men's bathroom at Wrigley Field. No, thank you. Let's fix that. That's part of the new rules. (laughs) The trough is the worst thing ever. How about if a pitcher takes longer than 20 seconds to throw the ball, he has to do a bathroom trough slip and slide 
There's a video of someone doing that. Like trough diving? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think Mike Peck's been here and talking about trough diving before. That is terrible. Because we have uh, non-hockey conversations when Mike Peck is here. <laughs> Mike Peck's the best. Uh, yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, go Cubs or go Sox or go whatever team you root for, because guess what? It really doesn't matter in your life at all. <laughs> Boy. It doesn't affect your situation. Have a great opening day, everybody. Positive energy. Now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a tattlehead poking a. More on the Morning X after this. It's 1049 the Morning X. Take me out to the ball game. It's baseball season. Oh, is it? The most unnecessarily long sport, long <laughs> season. What is there, like 270 games? This is 162 <laughs> impossibly long games. I know they're trying to shorten them with a bunch of rule changes. You know what? And people complain. I say, thank God. I'm so sick of the batter stepping out of the box, taking off his gloves, putting it back on. The pitcher steps off the mound. It is so boring. Give me a new baseball. Oh, yeah. Let's get a new baseball there. Give oh, me. there's a fan in the stands. Let's get a close-up on him. Give me another new baseball. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, look, I like baseball. I grew up playing baseball. I, I love baseball. I, I like going to a game and sitting there. It's fun going. You do get your money's worth when you when you go to a game because it is such a long game. But now, I mean, like the, there's a pitch clock now, like a shot clock in basketball. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, so like they have like 25 seconds to throw it or else they – I don't know what happens if they don't. I don't know why, but I feel like that's going to result in a lot more pitcher shoulder injuries. Um, Fine. Suck it up. <laughs> I say. Do you know how hard they have to throw that ball though? And you're you're gonna like you're gonna increase the frequency at which they're it, doing it's it. It's probably gonna affect player health, yeah, which is probably not cool. But yeah, and they're gonna figure that out when players are suing them in 20 years because of their irreparable damage. The the alternative is four hour long games that people are tuning off on their TVs. So, eh, I, I guess you know. I mean, I don't know what else you could do to make it more exciting. Just a lot make make steroids legal. Could you do that? Sure. Make them legal. <laughs> I'd rather watch 500-foot home runs than uh, than a pitching battle. That was fun, wasn't it, when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were just oh, hitting just, them onto the freeway? Just cranking them. And you knew something was wrong. Like, this can't be right. Look, it's not like those drugs helped the team win. No, they both didn't even make the playoffs, I don't think. Right, so so who cares? They're not using them to cheat for their team. They are just they just look like douchebags, and they're hitting very entertaining home runs. How about that? Who is your team that you cheer for? I'm a Cubs guy. You're a Cubs guy. See, I'm a White Sox guy. See, I have a Cubs hat with White Sox colors just to piss people like you off. Ah, well, see, the thing is, I don't care that much about baseball, so it doesn't offend me whatsoever. These colors are sacred. No, they're not. Oh, man. I Those p- people who get really into their team, like, how dare you? Uh, you don't play for the team. It's not your team. You have nothing to do with their success. Dude, I had, <laughs> I worked in bars for a very long time, and oh, man. I have seen blood Actual yeah. blood drawn over Cubs suck or socks suck. That's so pointless to do. Grown men. No, they don't. <laughs> they get so offended. It's a team that you don't even play for or are affiliated with in any way. And and by the way, the Cubs and Sox have no effect on each other's season. Uh, no, because they're in different leagues. I mean, they do play regular season games against each other, but those aren't going to make or break the division. No. I root for both of them to do well because it's good when Chicago teams do well. It's nice I, to see. I don't. Yeah. Oh, nice. No, I don't. I, I, I don't root for either of them to do well. Oh, I will say I went to Wrigley Field last summer. I, I bought a beer. Guess how much it was for a standard are old you, style. Are you going to complain about prices? Yeah, yeah. Is am. that what you're about to do? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's $14. Oh, well, you know what? They don't want drunk a-holes 
wandering the stadium. That, that didn't stop people from the line being so long. Uh, well, right. The line is long, and the beers cost $14. That's going to decrease the frequency of drunk douchebags at the ballpark. Is that what they're trying to go for? Uh, pro- I'm guessing. that's That's got to have something to do with it. Oh, and to make a massive profit Oh, also. Oh, also profit. Yeah, don't forget about profit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I say... I, I say, if you're going to charge that much for drinks, fix the stadium. Yeah, I say that too. Fix the stadium. How about you make it more fan-friendly to be uh, there? Let's play in an old crumbly building. No, <laughs> fix the stadium. They did. They fixed Wrigley? <laughs> kind of. They kind of fixed Wrigley. They fixed it up. The White Sox are, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know, do, do they still have a pig buffet for a toilet? No, no the trough. They got. Thank God. I think they got rid of that. Okay. I remember back in the 80s, the trough, and now it's against the wall. It used to be in the middle of the bathroom, and yeah. you had guys on both sides. That was terrifying. Yeah. That was terrifying to me. I saw <laughs> nightmares. Yeah, you have to somehow do it without looking. Oh, uh, the trough is the worst thing ever. At least now it's against the wall. Smelliest bathrooms on planet Earth. Uh, let, let's fix it. Oh, the men's bathroom at Wrigley Field. No, thank you. Let's fix that. That's part of the new rules. The trough is the worst thing ever. How about if a pitcher takes longer than 20 seconds to throw the ball, he has to do a bathroom trough slip and slide. There's a video of someone doing that. Like trough diving? Uh Yeah. I think Mike Peck's been here talking about trough diving before. That is terrible. Because we have uh, non-hockey conversations when Mike Peck is here. (laughs) Mike Peck's the best. Uh, Yeah. uh, But hey, uh, go Cubs or go Sox or go whatever team you root for, because guess what? It really doesn't matter in your life at all. It Boy. doesn't affect your situation. Have a great opening day, everybody. Positive energy. Now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a tattlehead poking egg. More on the Morning X after this. And hey, Kevin Haas is here from rockrivercurrent.com, which is a website on the internet? That is, uh, that's where we've located it so far. Um, a lot of websites are using the internet, uh, and, and we decided to do the same. I mean, this is a crazy new thing. I'm still trying to get the hang of it <laughs> on the World Wide Web. That's, that is correct, yes. We, are, we did get the WWW. We, we landed one of those. I got this disc in the mail that says 10 free hours. <laughs> Does that help me with Rock River Current? There's no way people listening remember that. <laughs> They, Those days. They do. We have, we have an older audience. <laughs> we have an older audience, and they do remember the AOL disc in the mail. I promise they yeah. do. <laughs> Ten free hours of internet and that little yellow guy running. Uh-huh. Welcome. You've got mail. Yeah, those were the days, man. Oh, man. Kids don't appreciate how easy the internet is now. Oh, man. You had to be like, nobody <laughs> use the phone. I'm going to get on the internet. Yes. Absolutely. Hey. What's going on in Rockford this weekend? You're the authority. Well, it is getting close to Easter. We're a little more than a week away, so it's time for Easter egg hunts to begin. There's a couple this weekend, one for kids and one for adults. Uh, One for kids is happening over at River Bluff Health and Rehabilitation, uh, better known as the county-owned Senior Living Center there on North Main Street. Uh, That's at 10 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, if you're 10 and younger, kids get a free picture with the Easter Bunny. The first 100 there get these foam Easter Bunny glasses, and then you hunt for eggs. Uh, it's a fun time for the uh, children. Yeah, that and is the fun. older the older residents like it too because it's just sort of a fun event for them to see some activity. And are the regular eggs or are they the plastic kind that you break in half? Yeah, they're not like farm fresh eggs. That would be like everyone would go because they're so expensive right now. People would just be going to get eggs <laughs> just to snatch up eggs. I mean, what good are they already hard boiled? <laughs> if you if you're an adult and you want to hunt for eggs, you could do it over at DC Estate Winery. That's in South Beloit. Theirs is a little different. You can 
find your egg, it might have a little chocolate in it, or it might just have a discount for purchasing your wine. So. Or there, it might just be an omelet. Like <laughs> an omelet buried somewhere you have to find under a couch cushion. Oh, yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> it's an egg, It's a true egg hunt. What is what is something you found in the couch cushion that you still ate? Oh, an, <laughs> uh, an M&M. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, those are hard. They're candy shells, so they're so good. That is a great question. Send us a text, 815-874-2104. What's something you found in the couch that you ate anyway? <laughs> Last one I'll give before I refer people over to the uh, current website is, is we'll give a little plug to the Hogs this Sunday when they play. Uh, it's it's Rockford Hockey Club night. The Rockford Hockey Club is celebrating its 50, 50th anniversary this year, and so there's going to be special Rockford Hockey Club tribute jerseys that the Ice Hogs are going to wear that night or that day when they play 4 p.m. Sunday at the BMO Center, and those jerseys will eventually be auctioned off at a later date. The Hockey Club. That's correct. They have like a clubhouse, like in a, like a treehouse. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> girls allowed, although I believe girls are allowed, but... <laughs> I, I I feel so weird. I'm like I'm like stoned today, but I'm not. Like every one of those days, I don't think it's just like I'm not sleeping or something. And and like I'm I don't care today. It's, Your it's brain a, isn't working. It's this. a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of fun. Kevin Haas, RockRiverCurrent.com is where you can find information on the stuff he just talked about and more, including uh, local news as well. Yeah, that's correct. You know Kevin from our local news broadcast every hour. Except for 9.30. We don't do it at 9.30. Oh, I, I, man, I've been saying it at 9.30 every day. I didn't know that wasn't going on the you air. you got to step it up if you want to make 9.30, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I quit. Goodbye. This is the Morning X. It is the Morning X, and uh, we're here. And, Matt, if you could go back and tell 17-year-old Matt Hall anything, what would it be? Do everything differently. <laughs> everything? Stop what you're doing. First off... I would punch myself in the face. I would if I, if I met my former self. Why would you punch your seventeen year old self? Because he the was face? an idiot. He didn't know what he wanted. He had no direction. Nothing. Well, that's like almost every teenager, though. Yeah, I mean, I've done most of the decisions I've made in my life have been wrong. Here's what I would say, and it's similar to yours, except what I would say is the thing you're trying to do right now, it can wait. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do, because you don't want to start your career at thirty, which is what I did. Oh, okay. Because you had a, oh, were you pursuing another dream? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't go I didn't go to school or anything until I was uh, twenty eight years old. Okay, so I I was trying to be a rock star. That's right, you know, Daughtry. I was, I was with a band. Yeah, right. Yeah, all that stuff. I was in a band. We wrote. <laughs> we had original songs. We made an album. Yeah, but that's fun though. You tried. I mean, if you wouldn't have done that though, you'd be like, man, I wonder what if. Now you know, you failed. <laughs> See? Doesn't it feel better knowing that you tried and failed at something? Well, I wouldn't even say that I failed. Failing would mean that nothing came of it. You know, I had some fun. We had our song on the radio for a while. It was cool. You got a song on the radio? Yeah, it wasn't, you know, it was in Indiana, so it doesn't matter. That's pretty cool. Actually, Kev, I would have told myself not to do comedy. Stay away from stand-up. Why? Why why would you do that? It's been a lifelong just pain in my side. See, you set your expectations too high. Well, That's what what you should tell your 17-year-old self. Don't. Set your expectations so high. At first, I was one of those comedians who was like, "I got to do this and that and whatever." And now it's just like I like doing shows every once in a while at a bar. Right. I don't really, I don't really have any aspirations. I feel the same way. And as soon as I stopped caring, I got ten times better at stand up because yeah. I stopped like being in my own head. So you just, you know, just go back and tell yourself, 
stop caring so much? Well, it was more of like uh, in my early 20s, uh, well, most of my friends were at the bars meeting their future wives and things like that. I was in Dubuque, Iowa at a pizza restaurant telling jokes to people who hated me. Those are stories that all of the <laughs> hardcore <laughs> famous comedians right now have, though. Yes, but you see, those guys, work, it worked out for them. See, you, but you didn't know it wouldn't work out the way you wanted. <laughs> no. You know, so like you tried, and that's what I'm saying. Something came of it. It's not like you did it all for nothing. I, I, I got a story. I guess out you, of it. You can do stand up once in a while. Not everybody gets to do it. You know? I do. I do get to do it every once in a while, which so, is nice. That's all your, I want to do. Quit your bitching. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying. Oh, that's another thing I would tell my 17 year old self. Quit your bitching. Yeah. Uh, what you're doing right now, it can wait. Mm-hmm. And uh, also. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> also, also, <laughs> stop breaking up with people over text message. That that's. Oh, did you do yeah, that? I mean, for a long time I did because I was nice. I was scared. But you know that that's th- those were mine. That's but, commonplace now, though. I think people do that all the time. Yeah, because everyone's a chicken shy. In fact, this past year I got dumped over a text. It was real nice. <laughs> Sorry to bring up bad stuff. No, no, it's okay. What else you got this morning on the Morning X? <laughs> we got science stuff coming up. Oh, good. Up. And now, science shit. It's time to take a look at the world of science on the Morning X. Find out what's going on out there that they're taking care of instead of the important stuff. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Uh, Elon Musk and dozens of tech people signed a letter calling for the pause of development of AI, citing profound risks to society and humanity. Wow, Elon finally doing something good. Uh, but Neil deGrasse Tyson joked that we're watching too many movies and said it's not as fearful. Uh, he's not as fearful about it as other people. Oh, have you seen Chat GBT, uh, GPT or whatever it's called? Well, yeah, I mean, that'll write a paper for you, but that's about all it can do right now. Uh, not for now. Yeah. It's thinking, though. It can think and, and do that. That's scary to me. Some AI experts don't think the letter goes far enough. No. So, I mean, who, who knows? But, yeah, I mean, what I'm more concerned about is it replacing every job, and we're all like, well, how do we make money now? It's true. Like, you know, we're going to have robots eventually. Just, well, what kind of robots? What's funny about it is that the people developing it are developing a tool that's going to put them out of work. Right. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> It'd be like if I invented a robot radio personality that was better than me. Well, there already is. Sort of. No, I mean, like, so that could talk and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, the DJ 3000? You, you can't automate talking, okay? We're, at least not yet. <laughs> but if not. I developed that and said, look, world, and then I'm out of a job. A robot DJ. Hey, how about that election? But here's the thing. They could sell that. <laughs> they could sell that invention. Yeah, they could. And not have to work. Well, you and I both fear the Terminator scenario. So. I do. I, I 100% believe in that, too. So, But anyways, ask Alexa to play the X Rock for it. She'll do it anytime. Yeah, she's very smart. As a matter of fact, I think that's the only way you can listen right now because our transmitter's acting up. So, No. You know who could fix that? Robots. Robots, <laughs> right. Uh, in dinosaur news, they're saying Tyrannosaurus Rex might have had lips. <laughs> okay. Well, who cares? Why? <laughs> well, in every other dinosaur movie, the teeth just poke out like an alligator. Yeah. You know? When their mouth is closed, even. But a new study shows that uh, lips covered up the teeth, and they looked a lot less scary. You know what a T-Rex can't do? Push-ups. Yeah. yeah no push-ups. That's right. <laughs> you know... Doesn't need to, though, because you can bite your face off. He was my favorite dinosaur T-Rex growing up. Yeah, mine was always Stegosaurus. Why? Stegosaurus. It had a badass spiky tail. and That's true. It had the little, uh, little blades on its back. Yeah. Like Stegosaurus. Little, tiny little sad head, though. He did have a small head for his <laughs> massive body. You're right about that. Uh, insect news. Beetles. 
stay alive during hibernation. Paul, Ringo, you know. Uh, huh. the, all the bugs. <laughs> no, yeah, get out for <laughs> too sure. Late. Is it too soon for those jokes? No, they're still alive. Paul and Ringo, they're still alive. I know, they still made it. Yeah. Beetles stay alive during hibernation by drinking through their butts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do. Can we sing Beatles songs on the radio? Like, not play them, but sing them? Is that allowed? Why wouldn't that be allowed? I don't know. Other than people don't like to listen to radio jacks sing songs. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. A study found female funnel weaver weaving... This is hard to say. A study found female funnel... Whatever. Beatles. Spiders. Oh, spiders. Play dead during sex so the males don't have to worry about being eaten. Hmm. Bugs are... Okay. Female bugs be eating their sexual partners... Right. So now the males are too scared to bang the female spiders. So now the female spiders are pretending to be dead so they can still get laid. That's basically what this and story then, means. And then eat the male spider. Yeah, and then they still eat them. Yeah. Man. <laughs> they still bite each other's that heads That is crafty, off. ladies. <laughs> Just when you think they're out of ideas. I don't know why... <laughs> I don't know why they're doing this, but the first artificial meteor shower is going to happen in Japan in 2025. Great. A company is dropping hundreds of pea-sized metal balls from a satellite 250 miles up. Why? So it's like 100 shooting stars all at once. Oh, great. I'm sure that won't go wrong at all. Yeah, I'm sure nothing could go wrong. (sighs) Uh, uh, You didn't stop to think uh, if you should. Exactly. Like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? But then, oh, whoops, we destroyed the Earth by accident. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's where we're going. Uh, well, and scientists now say that when plants are stressed, they actually make noise. Really? So that when you are cutting the grass, it's screaming. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's too bad. Uh, there's apparently some audio of the frequency. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like just random noises. I don't Actually, know. if you turn up the volume on that, it sounds like this. I get no Because grass grows back. Very funny. Right, yeah, the grass is going <laughs> to grow right, back. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> okay. Well, this guy is a comedian over here. Well, that's what's going on in the uh, wonderful world of science. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch was a morning show... <laughs> That would be us. Okay, it's 1049 The Morning X at 816, and uh, Mike Peck taking a little vacation? What's he doing? Yeah, well, the rest of us have to work, and so uh, we're picking up the slack. <laughs> so you're stuck with maybe not the mic that you wanted, but the mic that you got here this it's morning. Mike Falta. Good uh, Good morning. Of course, you are the, the Ice Hogs broadcaster. If you're listening on the radio or any sort of uh, uh Ice Hogs broadcast. We got you, right? Yep, that's me. Well, good to have you on board here. And uh, Mike Peck, of course, the emperor of the Ice Hogs, he, uh, you know, he usually just comes in here and we dig around for, you know, <laughs> for, for five or ten minutes. And I think I started seeing some Peck for mayor signs up as well with uh, re-election coming we're, up, right? We're probably <laughs> responsible for that. You know, we've, we've done a lot of stuff. Like me and Mike, uh, we decided to rename Rockford uh, to Sock Monkey Junction. Uh, and that's the thing. That's probably the that's probably the cornerstone of his mayoral campaign. Okay, probably it would stand out on a map. I think tourism would go through the roof, right? Right. Welcome to Sock Monkey Junction. People would stop and get pictures with the sign. You know, <laughs> like it's just just a thing. So this has legs. Yeah. So you, you're the uh, the new broadcaster for the Ice Hogs. Are mm-hmm. you new to the area too? Then I am. Yeah, I moved up here in January. So a beautiful time of the year, and I've basically been here in Rockford for. 
the worst part of the year in the Midwest, <laughs> like like right after Christmas and New Year's up until like the beginning kind of of spring. You did choose a horrible time to come. Yeah. But <laughs> summer's right around the corner, maybe? Yeah, there's there's some beautiful summer summer things to do, especially around here, uh, you know, with the with downtown and the river and all that stuff. So uh, you're, you're in for a treat. It's it's not all the doom and gloom of winter in Rockford. So uh, Well, yeah. doom and gloom just means it's hockey weather, right? Well, and right. So right. And that's... Know, I get to spend a lot of time inside at the ice rink, so it's cold anyway. So that keeps you employed. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's good. Uh, but so we got some games coming up tonight. Of course, two buck beer nights, the final two buck beer Friday yep. uh, at the BMO, the X two buck beer nights there, uh, and uh, the, the the Vol Rocket. And Mike Peck told me I'm supposed to say it, the Laval Rocket. Yes, that's very good. Our friendly neighbors from uh, they're just outside of Montreal, and uh, we were there a few weeks ago. And I took five years of French um, in school, so I, w- I was thinking I would go up there and, and kind of wheel and deal a little bit, talk to some of the locals, uh, and mingle with the uh, w- with the, the French speaking culture. Right? No, I, I was. I- was able to speak enough to get myself into trouble, but not enough to get myself out of trouble. Oh, five, five years wasn't quite enough, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like eighth grade through senior year, right? Okay, we weren't so. paying like a ton of attention during those years. But uh, yeah, probably should have done those, uh, done those worksheets a little hey, so, more. So how do, you say, how do you say, when you come to Rockford, we're going to kick your asses in French? <laughs> uh, bienvenue à Rockford. Welcome to Rockford. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think they get the message. <laughs> well, that's that's good. So the Vol Rocket yep. tonight. Uh, besides two buck beers, anything cool going on? Two dollar beers uh, going on here tonight. Uh, Laval is going to be like in a playoff race, kind of like us. It, having a playoff spot clinched is for suckers. Like yeah. it's much more exciting <laughs> to be in a race at the end of the year, which the, the Ice Hogs are, and so it's going to be a playoff style atmosphere here tonight. And then Sunday night, we have a whole bunch going on. We're honoring uh, the Rockford Hockey Club's 50th anniversary season, doing some really cool light blue specialty jerseys for them. Oh, nice. It's also Pucks and Paws on Sunday, a 4 o'clock game against Grand Rapids. So bring your furry friend as well. Dogs to get in for, for 5 bucks, And you then we're doing a post-game skate as well. You don't want me to bring my dog. Why not? Well, I mean, lawsuits. My dog's not Ooh. nice. Okay. <laughs> so maybe maybe if your dog's not nice, especially with other dogs, and that's our biggest well, problem. Well, he can sit right behind the Grand Rapids bench. I think it's ah, perfect. Ah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let him bite the ear off of one of the opponents. That's yeah, fine. yeah. Trained dogs come through one door, and the untrained dogs come through the opponent's entryway. Let me just say this. He's very trained. He's just He's mean. trained by you. He's that's just problem. mean. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't train him to be that way. He just is that way, but he listens very well. So I can get him to stop biting your ear off. There's something to be said for that. But I can't keep him from starting to do it. It's just a, a snap in his head. Anyway, we're getting off, off base again. But that's a lot for one for one night. Well, and one, one more thing on Sunday. I forgot. We got the, <laughs> another thing? Come on. <laughs> no, no, seriously. One more thing. We had the, the Meyer family four-pack. So you got a family of four. You can come out for 56 bucks. You get a, a Meyer goodie bag as well. So it's pretty – you can't really go anywhere – with a family of four for fifty six bucks nowadays, but, uh, that's uh, pretty fantastic actually. Yep, yeah, yep. so uh, that that's a great thing to do this weekend uh, if you're you know wondering what the hell you're going to do. Of course, you can always take in an Ice Hogs game. It's a great night. It's a great family night, and it's a great night to go out with your buds too, have some beers. It's a great family night until you know they start melting each other's faces off uh, in, a, in a fight down on the ice. Which well, we've that's had a quite teachable a of, moment. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's like watching Barney. Man, it's, it's, everything's teachable. Yeah, yeah. You teach yourself how to defend yourself from Kev's dog. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that will be another teachable moment. Don't put your hand out to a dog you don't know. See, yeah, it's because he will take a finger off. I mean, he's fifteen pounds. Just kick him out of the way. Oh, no, don't, okay. I, don't... I was thinking this like a big Doberman or something. <laughs> no, 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 I give the wrong idea. No, don't kick my dog. I should rephrase that. Don't kick my dog. But you can 
handle him because he's sure. tiny. But, you know, I, I wouldn't reach out for him. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Like, I, I tell people that when they come over, just put your hands in your pockets. What's his name? Chewy. Well, I, I mean, you did that to him. With I that name. named him that before I knew what he was going to be like. He was oh, a little sweet on. puppy. <laughs> it was from Star Wars. That's what it was from. That's what they all say. Yeah, okay. You could have gone with Han or Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. Damn it. I, I, yeah, I screwed myself on that one. Uh, but there you have it. A little tons going on. You heard it from the man himself, Mike Fuff. Mike Faltas here. <laughs> I, was, I was trying not to say Peck because I'm just so used to that. Mike Falta, of course. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate that. Tickets at icehawks.com. Uh, the BMO Center box office as well. Or I'm going to test you. Or you can call what number? Oh, you got me. You got me dead to rights here. <laughs> can I still claim being a new guy? Uh, luckily, I have it up on uh, up on my phone here. Okay, you ready? Yep. Well, you want the office or the box office? It's got to be the box play. office, yeah. Box office, 815-968-5222. You, you said the right numbers, but you didn't say it right. And this is for next time. Okay. Mike Peck always says it like 815-968-5222. That was actually your cell, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, my phone's gonna be ringing off the hook now. Yeah. Great. Uh, but uh, appreciate you stopping by, Mike. And uh, hey, you know, come by, come around with Peck anytime, man. Oh, I have to come with Peck now, so I don't get the solo invite. I mean, if he's coming and you want to come, is what I'm is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, as his campaign manager, I'll be Drop- sure to bring him by. <laughs> okay. Let me rephrase that. Drop by anytime. All right. Thanks, Cap. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Thanks, Mike. The wise, crack, and smart motherfucker. The morning X with Cap.